Today is Thursday, September 10th, 2020. And I sound happy because guess what? Two days ago was my birthday. And I've been celebrating all week long. And I'm going to celebrate with you too. First of all, I'm taking the day off for the show. I'm going to re-rack one for you. And before I tell you what it is, I got to tell you what happened on my birthday. You know, every year, something extraordinary happens on my birthday. And I call it my heavenly blessing birthday gift. Yeah, I think God does it for me. You know, one year I completed the build on my house that I live in now. Another year, the doctor told me that my due date for my little angel was my birth date. Now, he took her two weeks early because she was running up my blood pressure. But still, she was my birthday present and still is to this day. One year, I had two homes. One was a rental property. And my tenants moved out suddenly, didn't pay the rent, all of that. So I was paying rent on that house or mortgage on that house without rent coming in for a good solid year until September 8th of that year and we found a buyer. So let me tell you, that's just an example of what has happened over the years on my birthday. This year was no different. This year, I got an email out of the blue. Of course, it wasn't out of the blue because I was planning on releasing the hardcover, but I didn't know that it was going to be distributed on September 8th, 2020. That's right. My hardback book of No Thanks, Seven Ways to Say, I'll Just Include Myself, A Guide to Rockstar Leadership for Women of Color in the Workplace is now available worldwide in hardcover for um, online purchase, even offline purchase. In fact, you can go to some independent bookstores and some major retailers and find my book. Y'all, I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled. And you know what? I am celebrating because I want you to experience it. I'm going to the book clubs. So if you have a book club, this is what I want you to do. You need to go to my website, okay? And you need to put in for a bulk order. And if you order between 10 and 30 of these books for your book club, you will get free Hashtag no thanks t-shirts for everybody all the way around for absolutely free. And you will also get squad access is what I call it to the no thanks digital toolkits and $50 worth of digital content, webinars, masterclasses, cheat sheets, audio casts that go along with the book. That's, you know what? That's an addition to the purchase that you make. For the book. So you need to get at least 10 and you'll need to let me know that you're a book club. Okay. It's on the form and you need to let me know how you heard about me. Okay. Whether it's on the podcast or on social media or by email, let me know. And for those book clubs that order 25 books or more, I will be selecting a book club to do a virtual event So that means that I will literally show up as a part of your book club meeting and discuss no thanks. I'm so excited. I want you to be excited. You need to reach out to me. Go to lmichellesmith.com and you can go to the emblem. In fact, there's a big pop-up of me that shows up. Click on that and you will see where you'll be able to check out the book club bundle. Okay, look for that. 
Okay, so now, one of my NSC Rockstar leadership tips, and I hadn't talked about this on the podcast, but when I'm on social media, especially Instagram and LinkedIn, at least once a week, I do a Rockstar leadership tip of the day. And today's Rockstar leadership tip of the day is to be intentional about your personal brand, which is a common theme you hear me talk about a lot, and we cover it in the book. So I wanted to resurrect episode 47 when I brought on my friend Shannon Lanier. He is the CW39 anchor from Houston, Texas. By way of how many generations removed, he's a great, 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 great grandson of Sally Hemming, you know, the slave, yes, who had children with Thomas Jefferson, the president, you know, the one that signed the declaration of, yeah, that one, okay, yeah, and recently, Smithsonian Magazine did a whole spread on his book that talks about the reuniting of the children and grandchildren and children's children of that couple. And they did this rendering. It was a photo of him dressed as Thomas Jefferson would dress and put his photo side by side with Thomas Jefferson. Now, my friend Shannon says he never thought he ever looked like Thomas Jefferson, but you got to see these two photos lined up. My brother, my alpha brother has Thomas Jefferson's features. It's scary. Now, listen, okay. As much as we honor our past presidents, Shannon is very straightforward about his feelings on Sally Hemming, who was his slave. And by the way, underage, this was Thomas Jefferson's slave that he had kids with. So anyway, that's a whole other culture soup. But Shannon and I talked about being intentional about your personal brand. And without further ado, I want to go back to episode 47 for this Throwback Thursday. Let's get it. Hey, y'all. This is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith, and each episode, we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. The year was 1989. I arrived on the campus of Texas Christian University in the fall, and I was a double major, at least I had proclaimed that, English and journalism. As I walked through the halls of the journalism department around my first day of school, there was a professor there. He was the head of the journalism department. His name, Dr. Anantha Babley. Dr. Babley was special to me and would be special to me throughout my career because if it wasn't for Dr. Babley, I would not know about an organization called the National Association of Black Journalists. There was a chapter on campus. There were probably two members at the time. I would be number three. But each first Thursday evening after school, Dr. Babley would put all three of us in the back seat of his BMW and take us to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. This may sound familiar to you because I chronicled it in the mini-documentary 
from the TCU Lead On campaign, which is national. Um, you'll see the televised ads during halftime of the football games and sometimes during other sporting events. You may have heard my name on NPR, <laughs> but there is a, a small video um, that they recorded of me about three years ago here at my home and also at my job at the time where I talked about Dr. Babley taking us to the NABJ meetings. I was 18 years old and I actually got to meet some of the best writers, best journalists, best television news journalists, and I wasn't even out of college. This is a special NABJ episode. I just came back from the convention and career fair where I sat on a panel about career transitions and makeovers. And it's really interesting because I believe that last year when we were in Detroit, when Tyler Perry spoke to all of us, he ignited a fire in all of the journalists in the room and communicators. And what he talked about was ownership. Tyler Perry is a brand. And he admonished us when there are people who tease and say, oh, gee, you put your name on everything. You know, is Tyler Perry this, Tyler Perry that? He said, you know what? That's what Nike does. And you know what? He's right. Today, we're going to talk about personal branding, and I'm going to talk to one of those journalists that I met through NABJ, actually, just a year ago. His name is Shannon Lanier, and he is an anchor in Houston, Texas, and he gets social media, and he gets personal branding. I want you to take a listen. We tell the story about how we met in New Orleans last year at Essence Festival. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Shannon Lanier, CW39 anchor in Houston, Texas, and also Daddy on Duty 365. Everybody, I have Mr. Shannon Lanier on the with me today on the Culture Soup Podcast. He's joining me all the way from Houston, Texas. And he's my yeah. brother, Alpha. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Alphas have been swarming the show lately. I don't know if you've known, but you have to take a listen. But I had an Alpha on last week, Nick Nelson, the brandpreneur. We're talking about personal brands. Yeah. We do a lot of that kind of thing on the show. How are you, Shannon? I am blessed. Thank you. Oh, all- I love it. Yeah. I just love your your spirit and your vibe, and it's very attractive online, you know, and especially when you get involved with your daughters, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But I got to say how I met Shannon. Uh-oh. We were at Essence. <laughs> we're at Essence Festival, hanging out with Fitz, Fitz Henley, right? Yeah. Right, the, uh, the world citizen, who, yeah. by the way, I'm trying to get him and his lovely bride-to-be on the air very soon. I'd love to have them both on, but... Fitz and I were running around New Orleans um, after one of the concerts, and he said, oh, we got to meet my friend Shannon. And then somewhere, I guess about 2 a.m., we're running the streets of New Orleans trying to find something to eat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And you would think it would be easy in New Orleans, but it proved not to be so easy. Yeah, it's amazing how many kitchens close after midnight in New Orleans. Like, Bourbon Street is still cranking. And people right. are hungry. You can get a drink. Easy. <laughs> no easy, doubt. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So anyway, we've stayed connected through social media, primarily mm-hmm. Instagram. And I've been able to follow Shannon along on his journey. And you just moved to Houston. How long ago? It wasn't long. October. So, I mean, just short of a year. Uh, moved here in October to anchor the CW39's morning show. So if you are in Houston or nearby, check us out. 6 to 9 a.m. every weekday on the CW39. But you can also go to our website and watch us at any time at CW39.com. Awesome. So um, you're in Texas now. Do you consider yourself to be a Texan yet? Not yet, because I don't have a good pair of boots and hat. Like, I think once I get a good pair of, like, nice leather boots, not the Walmart stuff, then I can be official. Some (laughs) custom-made cowboy boots and a nice hat. And you know they're very particular about their hats down here. Like, you can't just have a straw hat. You have to have a different type of hat for the seasons. For real. You need the velvet type of thing. And then, the yeah, they have boxes for the hats they're equivalent to like church ladies on Sunday. How they take yes. is how they take care of their cowboy house down here. Boxes well, and, all. and you know, Houston is different from Dallas. It's rare that you see a lot of hats, but y'all got oil, as they would say, oil <laughs> in Houston. If you don't know about the rodeo, it is like a state fair on steroids. Yeah. The rodeo is amazing, and it's not just a rodeo. They do have rodeos and all that, but they just have an amazing amount of other things like when they have uh, like the carnivals, the festivals, fried anything and everything you want, yes. as well as all the, the rioting and the monster trucks and all that stuff. It's, it's pretty amazing. Excellent. And so you moved to Houston from where? New York City. I was in New York City for 15 years working in the media and on television in the industry. Uh, but I am a native of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, look at that. Well, you know what? Before we get too deep into our conversation, what do you say we have a culture soup moment? Let's do it. All right. Okay, so I'm looking through the threads all the time. I, I pretty much live on social media. And one of the things that I've noticed over the last three or four years is the popularity of family-oriented videos. I mean, there are whole families making money doing things. My little daughter, who's six, watches a family that pretty much just buys toys and allows the kids to play with them on YouTube, and they get paid for it. But even more so, I've seen a lot of daddies engaging with their daughters, and if you want to get a lot of awes and a lot of likes, that's a good topic. And you're one of them. Yay! Yay. (laughs) I really enjoy, you know, just spending time with my kids and whatever that means. You know, yesterday we did an impromptu fishing trip to the backyard. Um, And (laughs) we do is we do hair because the hair has to get done anyway. So sometimes I just throw it like half of the time is literally like we have to do hair every day. So we don't even get to see all the, the times we do hair. But when we can and when we have time, to do it. I put the camera up and we just go. Sometimes it's a disaster and it doesn't go that well, but <laughs> it's pretty decent. You know, I can hold it down. You know, usually when I'm trying the new hairstyles, that's when it doesn't go so well, but on, right. uh, you know, the old ones and, you know, the, the puffs and the twists and stuff like that, that I can hold it down. I can do braids. I'm still working on the cornrows, but I am trying every day to just make it... <laughs> You know, people are always like, dads, you know, I can't do hair. I can't do – they don't want to do hair if they can't right. do it. You can do they anything. Except, right, exactly. Dads can do anything, almost anything moms can do. Uh, <laughs> we can't do it all. We're not as strong. A few exceptions. Uh, but, uh, but we can 
do it too. It just, you know, some people don't want to. And I think that it, they're missing out on an opportunity to really have a bonding experience. Cause even if it goes bad, it still gives you an amazing story to have and your right. kid amazing story as well. My dad messed up my hair, but at yeah. least he, he tried. And that's where everybody's heart just warms up. Now you have three kids, two daughters yep. and a little boy, right? What are their ages? Yep. I have Madison, who's eight, Mackenzie, who is six, and Carter, who is three years old. Okay, mm-hmm. and typically I will hold this for the end of the show, but I'm going to give get you to give your handles now so people can run over and look at your handles while we talk. Check us out. I am at Mr. Shannon Lanier. That's M-R-S-H-A-N-N-O-N. L-A-N-I-E-R. That's Mr. Shannon Lanier. And you can also see my daddy stuff that we try to put up, just encouraging and motivating other dads to be great fathers 365 days of the year at the handle at DaddyDuty365. That's D-U-T-Y, just in case. I'm not saying duty. <laughs> daddy. Not the other duty. <laughs> 365. Yeah, not the other one. Yeah. Well, so, when I mean, you have yeah, little words, you just never know. <laughs> I'm out of that stage. Thank goodness. No more diapers. Well, you know what? It probably does you a lot of good because you have this television background to understand what makes people watch. You agree? Yeah. It does. It helps, you know, just noticing when to turn it on. But so many times you know, I miss opportunities because I'm just not rolling all the time. Like, oh, I wish I had that on some tape. <laughs> um, a lot of times it's just knowing what's funny. If I think it's funny, if I like it, then I'm going to put it up. Sometimes I get surprised on certain things that go viral. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really? They like that? And other things that don't. And I'm like, oh, that was amazing. How could they not like that? Yeah. You know, sometimes it Sometimes it does have something to do with timing when you post it, how you post it, the screen grab that you gave mm-hmm. it. Was it attractive enough for people to post on it? But, you know, for the most part, I know what people are going to like or what they think is funny. And then sometimes they surprise you. And, they're, and I'm like, they like that? That was yeah, crazy. So I, yeah, I posted one. I was going out of town when we saw each other over the weekend at NABJ in Miami. And when I came back, I was missing my family so much. I came back early on an earlier flight. And I decided to surprise them. So I, I was that. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm delayed in the airport, so I won't be home till about 3 o'clock. And it was really like 11 o'clock, and I got home early. And I said, where are y'all at? What y'all doing? She said, we're at the store. So I ran over to the store where they were uh-huh. and surprised them, searching in the store. And people loved that. I was like, really? They love that? I posted because I thought it was cute, but I was like, I didn't know as many people would really like it. Shannon, so that was I showed fun. it to my mother. That's how cute it was. Oh. Just adorable. When you get to that buildup <laughs> and the part where they just go, Daddy! I mean, that was it. That was a video. You could have oh. ended it right there. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, you know, and, and, and Shannon mentioned it. I saw uh, Shannon at the National Association of Black Journalists Convention and Career Fair over the weekend in Miami, which is just like our big family reunion. You agree? <laughs> yeah. Is people you get to see all the journalists and industry people that you haven't seen in years or haven't worked to since five stations ago and yeah. three stations ago, you know. So that is really nice to see everybody and to really build each other up and congratulate them on all the amazing work they've been doing in their careers. Absolutely. And the organization like, pours into us too. Oh, yeah, and like you too. You know, and it's odd that I meet people outside of NABJ before 
we connected in every day. Um, you know, it used to be that I did media relations a lot early in my career. So there was that. And plus, I was a, a writer producer here in Dallas at the CBS Turn Fox affiliate. So I have those connections too. Yeah. <laughs> but this was really special the way we met this time because I'm sitting with one of my clients because I did some pop up coaching at an ABJ after the panel that we did called The Makeover, and it's about career transitions. And I was talking to this woman who happens to be an executive at the Weather Channel who has an idea, and I'm not going to share the idea. I don't want to give it away, but she has this great idea, and we were talking about how she might be able to start telling that story now. And lo and behold, in walked Shannon. And I hadn't seen him since Essence. I'm like, Shannon! So we had that moment introduce him to cash mm -hmm. and so after that i started saying you know what you need to talk to shannon because shannon has a story and his story really is around how to take moments in time and do them consistently on social media to tell a story and position yourself mm -hmm. as an authority or even just somebody who does that thing on social media right and you yeah. have some really sage advice for her yeah the, the main thing that i think I was trying to encourage her is just to get started. So many people are like, oh, not now. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to get perfect. I have to, you know, perfect this. Like, just start. Mm -hmm. No, you, Once you get going, you can always delete that stuff later. Right. No one's going to watch your, the beginning stages anyway. So yeah. just do it. And I even tell people, do one a day just to get in the habit of doing it, but only mm -hmm. post the best one at the end of the week and say, okay, this is the best one that I've done. That's just great. So See, because the other thing is sometimes you don't know what your audience is going to be attracted to. So you have to put some fillers out there, something like a test model to say, okay, are they going to like this? Are they going to like that? Are they gonna, how are they going to feel about this? And that way you can kind of hone in on what you want to make a more specific niche for your audience. And people want to have excuse out of, after excuse on why they can't start, why they right. started. Just start. Just do it. Right. And what it's also going to do is going to get you in the practice of speaking to the camera, the practice mm -hmm. of being articulate in front of the camera, the practice of not saying, um, uh, uh, e, uh, every two right. words that you say out of your mouth. So practice makes perfect. And if you don't start to get that practice in, then you will not be anything close to perfect. So just get started. Totally. That's and you know mean. what? I'm finding it's more and more important, you know, for a while there, for six years, I was an executive at AT&T. And towards the end there, I started my business on the side. One thing that I did was this podcast. And I just started. And the reasoning was I am writing a book and I wanted to make sure that I expanded my audience. You may have your why as well, right, Shannon? But right. I think what's good about what you're doing is you have your role as an anchor in the Houston market at CW39, but this is something different. You get to hone other skills and you get to be known for another thing, right? I think most people are not one dimensional and a lot of people feel like, oh, I have to stick to the lane that I'm in, in my job. Well, that's specifically the reason why I did not want to do that. I wanted to show more of who I am. I wanted to show the personal side of Shannon Lanier and show people that, yeah, I may be a television news anchor, but I also am a father. I'm also a husband. Right. I'm also one 
person who likes to have fun. So I try to show the ins and outs of balancing it all on my social media page. Because I have a lot of friends who just want to focus on work and anchoring, and that's fine for them. I have another friend, uh, Jonathan Martin, who he shows his dancing and fitness side yeah. of him. Anchor side, so and I think that just makes them more likable, more of a well-rounded person. Where you're seeing the things they do when they're not on the job, we see what they do on TV on the job. So it's nice to see what they do when they're not behind the anchor desk, and that's what I try to show as a positive husband and father in my daily life. Right. You know, I write and I speak a lot about authenticity, and this actually <laughs> feeds right into authenticity. But you have to know who you are, right? Yeah. It's yes, your job title is anchor, you know, over at the Houston CW, but you also know that you're a family guy. That's one of the values that you espouse, right? So when you understand who you are and you can actually understand what your values are, your lanes expand and you're able to play in these other lanes, but it's all very authentic because it's all you. Isn't that right? Happy. No, that's the thing. People can tell when you're not being authentic, and you know people try to sound all intelligent and smart and beautiful, <laughs> but you know people don't necessarily need that all the time. If you're a scientist or something, then maybe. But if you're just trying to just relate to everyday people, just be yourself. Don't put on the mask. Don't put on the front because people can feel it. They can tell. They know. And that's when you start losing people. If you want to get an audience, be you. You build it and they will come. Right. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. I think that's part of the reason why my heart really goes out to a lot of journalists who've been doing it for years and years and years and years and years. And then they have this dream. And they say, well, I, I, I've always wanted to do X. And I'm like, you could do it now. <laughs> why not? Right? Yeah, totally. And that's how many people... They just don't, you know, they're afraid of the what ifs and the, you know, and, and at some point you have to just say, I'm doing it for me, yeah. because if you're doing it for the numbers, you're just going to get frustrated. You're going to get discouraged because, you know, I used to have, you know, thousands of followers yeah. and I got, you I lost all followers. I was so disappointed. I'm just like, why? It's a shame because <laughs> you spend all that yeah. time nurturing those relationships and yeah. Sorry, no. And I, you know, but at this point it's like, you know what? I'm doing this for me. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm posting. They'll have an archive of all the fun we had. See, you know, the pictures, the videos that we're posting. And that's what it's really about at the end of the day. And if other people like it and it can brighten up their days, then I'm all for it. And, you know, I've met a lot of people, especially at NABJ just over the weekend, where they were saying, oh, my gosh, we love your videos. Please keep doing it. And it was, like, reassuring for me and encouraging for me to say, you know what? People like it. And if it brightens people, they can see it and they can smile and more power to it. Well, and you know what, Shannon? I thought of something to, to help you if that happens again. Because, you know, you can't help when you get hacked, right? So, I know. Um, I, t I talk with some of the experts sometimes on the show about the importance of owning your list. So, mm -hmm. you've got followers there on IG and you probably have some other places too. But what if every once in a while you drove them to the link in your bio and said, you know what? If you like Daddy Duty 365... Click on the link in my, my um, bio and sign up for my newsletter, right? Even if you don't post a newsletter anytime soon, you at least will consistently, you know, start to harvest those people on the list. So God forbid if something happened like that again, you'd at least have another place to start. And you could say, hey, catch me here at this new handle, <laughs> you know? So something to think about. Yeah, I never even thought about that. That's great. And a lot of people these days are 
even selling their list, you know, or not even if they're not selling it as far as they're giving away information on the list, they're selling their um, reachability reachability and say, you know, I have thousands of followers that I can email and send out information to personally so they'll be able to advertise to them on a personal basis. Mm -hmm. That goes long way with if someone is depending on your job if they're in a certain field to say i have a rolodex that's very strong right. and you know i can reach relationships yeah. are everything and people do count on that whether you're a journalist or communicator or anything people want to know who you know because that means you will yeah. influence right how these social media sites are owned by somebody else and they're really not ours we feel like they're ours but when things like that happen we realize it's not mine right (laughs) yeah so you have to be cognizant and have backups right because those contents are so valuable yeah it's so true and you know it's important for you to just keep relationships in general because you never know how you can help someone how they can help you and how you may be able to build things together absolutely collaboration is very very key so we will look forward to seeing you more on your instagram doing your daddy duty thank you yes i'm gonna keep it up and actually I just am trying to commit my mind and my life to doing more on Daddy Duty 365 because it's so hard trying to fit it all in. But my my own social media page is a full-time job, let alone my Daddy Duty 365 page. But luckily, because of the industry I work in, I've been able to speak to, you know, some celebrity dads and things and get some information and advice from them about being a father. So um, hopefully I'll be able to post more of those coming up here soon. Oh, that's awesome. uh, just various people. I even have um, oh, Jesse Jackson on there giving me advice. <laughs> Eric, the comedian. Yeah. Uh, but who else was it? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Cousin Jeff from BET. Yeah. Oh, I even had Sting and Shaggy. Oh, talking wow. Others. Yeah, so that's cool. So I try to remember every time I meet somebody that's a celebrity, like, oh, wait, let me hear do one of those before I forget. Yeah. Uh, I think I had Tommy Davidson do one, too. I can't remember. But, yeah, I try that's to... Awesome. And get some stuff out there. That's the the last point I wanted to make. When you do one thing and you do it consistently and you become known for that thing, people gravitate towards you and you start to get opportunities. Yeah, that's so true. You're speaking of that. I just recently did a workshop at the National Urban League National Convention. I did a daddy duty daycare, no, daddy duty hair demo for other. And moms, so they were able to come, and I was able to teach them along with some other experts I had on hand because I don't know everything. But they came, and we taught them how to do hair. Yeah. And we did a little demo for, for the parents out there, and, uh, and they loved it. It was a lot of That's fun. That's awesome. So at some point, i got to connect you to Nick Nelson, your frat brother in Atlanta, the brandpreneur, because he talks about this very thing. If you understand mm-hmm. who your audience is and you know what problem you need to solve, if you do mm-hmm. that thing consistently over and over and over again, you start to get opportunities like workshops at the Urban League. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. It's a true blessing to be able to do what I love and be able to spend time with my kids because they flew myself and my girls in for the conference and they got to go on an airplane. They got Aww. to have fun. And we go to a new city and we went to the museum and they just thought they were superstars. They you know? are. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That's awesome. Fun. 
everybody, I want you to check out Shannon Lanier and his family on Instagram. You got his handles. You know, they're just adorable. And Shannon's a great friend. So I appreciate you coming on. You got to keep up the amazing work that you're doing. I'm very proud of all that you're doing and the you know information that you continue to get out to people. Thank you so much, Shannon. You have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care. Wow, what an awesome conversation with Shannon Lanier. Daddy on Duty 365 and Houston CW39 Anchor. Check him out if you're in H-Town. And if you're not, go online and follow him at at Daddy on Duty 365. Okay, we have some awesome guests planned for this summer. You're going to hear from Abiola OK from OK Player. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of No Size Communication, LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.